You're listening to the All In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Welcome to the All In Podcast, the podcast that brings you a new perspective on the dental industry. This is Shane McElroy, and I'm joined by my my buddy and bromance, Blake McClellan. How are you, buddy? Long time, first time. What's up, Shane? No, man, it's, <laughs> it's been, it actually has been a long time with the Christmas audience stuff, so it's good to be back. I miss your face, buddy. I miss your face. I, I still don't miss your face, but... Oh, um, buddy. But you're fun to hang out with. That's, that's, that's true. You know, I am a good time. Yeah. I am a good time. Play some good golf, too. Shit. Uh, someday. I actually played yesterday for the first time. It was like 60 degrees out here, and uh, I played all right, actually. Um, well, shockingly enough, my iron game is shit, but... The rest of it was all right. I've gave up. I gave up the driving range for the gun range. So I've been spending my time now going to the gun range because <laughs> I'm just. I need. A, I need a better outlet. I'm. I'm not that good at golf. It's just more of an. Did you take your clubs to the range and just fire away at them? Well, there is one on hole number eleven at Hampton Course in Dawsonville, Georgia, in a nice little tall pine. If you want to get it down, there's a driver, a, about a month, one month old driver, sitting there just waiting for someone to take. It they just jumped out of the bag and, so, and climbed up yeah, a tree, something like that, after a hard slide. <laughs> I talked to you, I think, like a couple minutes after. You're like, "This mother, I, I, I suck. I fuck this game." <laughs> that didn't sound like me at all. Uh, <laughs> not at all right uh, oh man how was your christmas and your, and your new year's oh great man it's been nice just like chilling for a few weeks um i really just kind of this week got back into the swing of things um it's good it's good it was I, we were talking about hazy that. A we were texting like a little bit about just we didn't really communicate much over the breaks it's like man i'm just getting away from it all and i, I mean i honestly spent the time with my wife oh, yeah. and just kind of like it was nice because sometimes you just got to re- you got to uh, recharge yourself a little bit. You got to recharge the batteries, and I think getting away from technology oh, yeah. and texting and emails and being in communication and so reachable, just getting away from that for a little bit is necessary. Oh yeah, be, I hang out with the kids a bunch, playing you know games with them all the time, and I mean they had a blast during the break, and I mean that's really what's important anyway. So oh, um, played a little golden tea, one of my Christmas presents. Yeah, I uh, getting that. better at that. Yeah, that was dope, dude. That was my mother in law. That's the power of helping people with their teeth. I don't really so. play video games ever unless like it's a good freeze or something. And so uh, I fired up the old PlayStation and bought Call of Duty. And literally that was half of my Christmas break too. Sitting there. when the wife Getting destroyed by 12-year-olds online talking about your mom. Do you realize how terrible you are at it? I got like the best internet you can possibly have. And like still, it's, there's no excuses. I'm just terrible. Yeah, that reminds me of the last time I played paintball like 15 years ago or something like that. My buddy got back. He's a Marine, came back. Uh, from like Afghanistan or somewhere, wherever he's uh, stationed at. And we had been pretty good paintball players. We go out there and there's like two little 12 year olds. We're going to go two on two. And we're just like, dude, we're going to destroy these kids. I've got a Marine with me. I'm pretty good. Dude, they lit us up. So I just retired after that. They had like automatic weapons and stuff. And it was just like a war movie where I'm just getting lit up. <laughs> like, God. <laughs> I, I, so. I, I actually used to, um, I lived, my dad built six paintball fields on our land. So we had like a full operational paintball business. I was actually like a semi-professional paintball player. But wow. I like traveled and played paintball forever. Do you know it? Like that was my life for about from like 12 to 16, I think 15. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's kind of fun. You don't play anymore? We should go play sometimes. Just like no shirts it's a lot or anything. Different now. My, I get more padding than my you. My knees crack when I get down. Okay, I can't sprint. I'm I'm old. Oh, I don't want to hear any of your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You're a child. I'm now that guy that I used to shoot when I was 15. And like, oh yeah, I'll go after that guy. He's a weak. He's weak. He can go down easy. The easy victim. Oh yeah, man. No, man. It was, it was, it's good. You know, it's, it's nice to recharge. And, and, you know, we had a killer end to the year with the DIA. We had some good interviews. Um, we ended it with oh, Salib. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, you know, and, and that was, I mean, we had a lot I of cooked today, dude. Like I cook cook today. I saw that. Like, I think he wore, yeah, he rubbed off on me. Bear How was it? It was horrible. <laughs> my three-year-old wouldn't refuse to eat. He's like, this is yucky. I was like, I did my best. I did my best. He's, he's like, <laughs> dude, he's amazing. I mean, like the, I don't know where he has the time, but like his meals are like six hours. You know, he's like he's cooking like an Italian mom, my grandma, right? Like he just he cooks all day. He even makes the noodles by hand and shit. Like it's nuts. Yeah, and I can do like maybe mac and cheese, like uh, craft, but that's about it. Yeah, just, but I do. I'm solid with that. You just add a little sour cream there. Give me a grill or a smoker. That's all I need, man. That's about as far as my cooking family really goes. Too much. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm glad we're getting back into this and recording more. We got some awesome guests lined up. Uh, we got the Stanleys coming at the end of the week, like in person. We got David Atia from the other side of the world uh, in Australia. We're going to be recording with him Thursday. Yeah. And then today's guest, you may not know his name. It's funny. I didn't know his name for a while. We were talking uh, about that, right? It's, like it's, most people, yeah. uh, when you would, it's, it's, it's that's kind of the Instagram language now too. Everybody kind of talks about you as your Instagram handle, but. It's it's your avatar. It's it, the guy you are online. You want to be. It became right? like, this guy's name, really. Like that's that's what it, his yeah. identifier for sure. And I, well, I heard him on uh, the Millennial Dentist podcast, and they were talking about like I was calling him Phenodonics. I'm like, who's this Phenodonics thing? I don't even know. And then it just like everywhere, boom, 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 boom. I saw all these like amazing posts of these graphing procedures, and then I like from all of our buddies, I'm like, I started asking around, like, who is this guy? He's like, he's like the grafting god. Like he's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, no, I can see. Um, but like, what do we know about? Like, I didn't, it was funny. Everybody knew who he was, but nobody really knew who he was. Right. And now it's pretty cool. I actually called our rep down there. Um, his name's Olivier Larari, Oli. And he's our rep down there. I'm like, what can you tell me about, you know, find a, find a Donix. And he goes, you mean, uh, Dr. Fine? It's yeah. <laughs> like, I guess. <laughs> I was like, that, that, that makes it a lot of it's sense. It's like Clark Kent and like, uh, Superman here. Yeah, he's like, he's awesome. He's like, he's the best dude ever. I was like, well, that's awesome. So started talking to him about it. And then I actually got to meet him um, at DIA in person. And you don't know what to expect with a lot of people. Just cool as hell. Um, he had me from the get. He's like, I'm going to be in Georgia like next week. Want to play golf? And I couldn't. But he actually, you know, texted me. He's like, you want to play? It's on me. I'm like, oh, well, what an How honor. do you turn down that uh, round of Lake County? When you have your kids and you're driving and they're puking in their car going to Mississippi. Oh, that's how that's, um, that's, that's how, how you do it. it. So that you know, you know. <laughs> hey, um but Dr. Fine, Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thank man. you. Thank I'm you. It's an honor you. to be here. Big fan of both of you what you guys are doing. And uh, you know, we had a long talk uh, a couple weeks ago at Daya, so I'm glad we found time to make this happen. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, you were very amenable. I screwed up the the date yesterday. I didn't screw up the audio this time, Blake. I screwed up the date. I told him Monday, and I told you Tuesday. And I'm the ADD coordinator. Oh, no. so. It's all right. We made it. I told him like download Calendly. It's the best thing. He won't do it. He won't do it. I can't figure <laughs> it out, man. You know, it's you know, millennial stuff. I don't understand it. So, Doctor Fine, Matt, Fine, Adonis. What do you prefer to be called? Uh, honestly, I. I <laughs> 
Do people call people you call me Finodontics whenever I'm at like a dental meeting? They'll say, "Oh, Finodontics," um, and it's always been a joke with my family because my last name yeah. is just not spelled correctly. You'll, you'll barely find anybody that spells their name that way. So, you know, I've actually thought about changing it, but in the meantime, um, you know, people call me Matt. People call me Doctor Fine. Um, either one works. But uh, it was always funny when I put up the the name. I knew people would say, you know, Finodontics. So it became kind of a you know, a joke between uh, a lot of my close friends about, you know, phenodontics is here. And for the longest time, your your profile picture was the, uh, just the name, right? It was just like a white circle with phenodontics in the center, right? Yeah, I'm not too good with things like that. And then eventually I, I updated it to a picture of me from 10 years ago at my uh, engagement party with my wife. And uh, recently we finally got a new headshot. So we've come full circle now. Now we're back. We're, we're professional like we should be. <laughs> I don't know. I like those old pictures where I looked skinnier and have a tan and not bags under my eyes. So I think yeah, it did work for me for a while. And then everybody said when they would meet me in person, I kind of got the feeling I needed to to update the picture. I think I was surprising people with my age. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you come up with that name? First of all, and then what? When did you get on Instagram and start posting? All right. Stuff? So the name is actually really funny. The, the guy who created it doesn't remember creating it, but he was one of my residents, a very good co-residents of mine when I was doing my periodontal training. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite classes, we would sit in a room with, you know, the 12 residents in the program. And every week, someone else would basically just showcase. It's basically what we're doing on Instagram. Uh, It was called Surgical Seminar. And everybody, you know, kind of brought their A game, showed some of their best cases, um, asked a lot of clinical questions. People around the room would, would all participate. And I sort of got known for being very, um, you know, having a a philosophy that was very stable across all different, you know, treatments. I was very to the point. And every time I would finish saying what I, what I thought we should do, my buddy would look at me and shake his head and nod and go, that's fine of Dantics for you. Um, and so, you know, that's one of those things (laughs) where they, no one ever used it except for him. But when I had to create an Instagram account, I said, let's do some fine odontics. And and that goes back to why I started the account to begin with. Um, you know, I was just like everybody else sort of in my own world. Uh, And that's how we were up until, you know, four or five years ago, uh, sort of in a cave. And I was doing a lot of surgery. I was recording a lot of surgeries, but, um, I didn't show the pictures to anybody, right. These were just sort of for, for, you know, benefit of the patient for me to get better. Um, and I started seeing a lot of cases on Instagram that I thought, you know, these are great surgeries, but where's the follow-up or, or the alternative I would see just before and afters with nobody showing, you know, the steps that it took to, to get to where you were going. Um, and for me as a traveling periodontist at that time, I thought, you know, I had to do everything the, the simplest, most predictable way possible. Um, and I felt like I found a way to do a lot of these implant, you know, procedures, bone grafting, soft tissue grafting, uh, in a way that, for me felt like it was the most predictable, but also, you know, the safest for the patient. Um, and that's really what phenodontics means. That's for me, what I want people to think about when they say, you know, Oh, phenodontics, you're doing it in a way that's very safe. You're, you're trying to use biology to get to that end goal. Um, but I don't believe in herodontics. You know, we all have different, uh, definitions of, of what is, you know, aggressive and what is conservative. Um, so I am not there to tell people that they should be doing it my way. Um, but for me, this is the way I do it. 
you know, and that's why I, I love when people ask questions and, and show me cases and send me DMs showing me incredible surgeries. And a lot of the time, you know, I second guess myself. I say to myself, you know, should I be doing it this way? And should I be doing it that way? And I know that's a battle that we all, we all face, but ultimately you know, from every single case that I've seen on the internet, you know, thousands and thousands of cases over the last couple of years, each and every one makes you better, you know, whether or not you decide that you're going to start treating your patients with those techniques or not, you're learning, you're learning about what could, what the options are. Um, do you think that social media has taken down the, do you think that social media has helped take down those barriers? So it's allowing like of more people to shine and showcase. Yeah, hands down. And, and we had nobody to show these cases to. Um, you know, one of the per- only people that I would show cases to would be my my reps, like uh, like Olivier that we talked about a minute ago, um, and some of the reps from the the biologics companies that I work with. Um, and I would be showing them cases. And you know, when we had questions clinically, you know, they're a good sounding board. Um, but ultimately, you know, we have to make a decision on each and every case on, on what materials to use, what products to use, what techniques to use. Um, and you sort of, after doing this for 10 years, you started to get a feel for what works well in your hands, right? And so that's what I was trying to document, that I was doing things in, in my mind that are very predictable. And, you know, I always make the comparison when you're driving on the road and, and someone's driving faster than you, you know, no matter how fast you're driving, you're always going to think the person driving faster than you is a maniac, Right. And the opposite's also true. No matter sure. no matter what you're doing, <laughs> yeah. no matter how and also a dickhead. Yeah, no, no matter how <laughs> fast you're driving, if there's somebody behind you that's or someone driving slow in front of you, you're always going to call them a moron. You're right, and so it's just completely relative. Sure. So uh, you know when I see guys doing these what I consider more aggressive procedures, um, and and I'm such a huge fan of, of these oral surgeons doing these zygomatic implants and things like that. For me, I, that's not in my comfort zone. You know. But when I look at that, I say to my, wow, you know, to have the training to be able to, you know, pull off these cases is, is quite a skill. So, you know, I'm envious and I'm also, you know, very appreciative that that exists, that there are people that commit their life to, to doing these, you know, massive surgeries. Um, but everybody has to find their sweet spot. So my sweet spot is, you know, I love working with patients. I love making their, them be able to smile and chew and, and function and live normal lives. Um, and I found that, you know, if I could share that knowledge and, and the response I've gotten has been amazing. People, you know, throughout the world, you know, have come to our conferences that we put on um, to learn some of the hands-on techniques that we use because we feel like we're, we have this outlet to tons and tons of doctors that um that want to learn they want to get better so when people criticize you know isn't that a little bit crazy though that you know here you were four or five years ago you weren't showing your cases to anybody just your rep and then now all of a sudden you're selling out courses in 24 hours and you got people coming in from all over the world to take your course yeah how did you get into the course section sorry to interrupt like because we talked a little bit about this can you talk about your path real quick to to your first yeah and look the 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 courses have been amazing it's definitely sort of been the 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 best outcome that i could have ever imagined from from starting you know finodontics you know three years ago or four years ago um but they were obviously a complete accident you know i i always love teaching um you know when you do a residency in a specialty program like perio you know you do a lot of teaching throughout the the three years um but like i said once you get back into you know real life and you have bills to pay and loans to pay and you have a wife and kids um you know you don't have as much time to do things like that so when people started asking me 
you know, specific DMs about how to do certain cases. You know, it came to a point where you can't really answer these questions online. It's impossible to teach somebody, um, number one, not having all the information you need, but also um, you, you don't know what their background is, right? Uh, we get a lot of DMs from people saying, oh, I'm going to do this large vertical GPR. What membrane should I use? And I'm thinking in the back of my head, I really hope they're not doing this surgery for the first time on a recommendation that they saw, you know, on a photo. Um, but you have to hope for the best in people. And, you know, we decided, well, let's, we can teach this. We can teach people um, from the ground up. And we pride ourselves that, you know, we do have a lot of specialists that do come to our course and we hope that they always will take something out of the course. Um, but we also have a lot of general dentists that come. The majority of the students are general dentists that, you know, range from doing, you know, maybe five to 10 implants a month to doing, you know, sometimes up to 20, 30 a month. Um, there's plenty of guys that come to our course that do a lot more surgery than me and Israel do, which is pretty hard to, to fathom, but they do. Um, and they're amazing for it um, because they put in the work and they, they've taken course after course after course and read every book you can imagine. Um, and that's how you get experience. You know, you get experience doing the surgeries and having the didactic background to, to not get yourself into trouble and to make sure you're doing the most predictable thing for every patient. And that's obviously a gray area because, um, you know, there's a lot, lot of variables for each and every case. Um, but when we started, it was DMs getting, you know, into my box, you know, five, six, seven times a day. And this is when we only had a couple thousand followers each. Um, and so finally, I said to Israel, you know, we had linked up uh, a couple months prior, uh, just because we have a mutual, you know, appreciation for all this, you know, dental nerd talk and posting pictures and trying to sort of, uh, you know, raise the level and be competitive with each other. Um, and finally, I said to him, you know, I'm getting a lot of DMs to teach a bone grafting course, but it would be a lot more fun, you know, if we did it together. I feel like we're we're philosophies are similar enough, but our techniques are different that we both can bring something good to the table. Um, and he was in love with the idea. I said, okay, let's do a trial run. I'll start to put together a syllabus. So it didn't, you know, happen overnight. It, it was a, you know, a period of probably about a year for us to develop the course. Um, and now we've done seven or eight of them and each one gets better and better. Um, but yeah, it all started just from DMs and me reaching out to him and saying, are, you know, are you down to, to do this? Um, so it's, it's definitely been a wild ride. That's so crazy. That's, that's so, yeah, it's so polar opposite than the traditional path of like, you know, uh, let's say a traditional grafting course getting created. It's usually a doctor has been doing it a long time and either, you know, the companies come to them and tell them how it's going to be. I mean, Blake, you have a lot of experiences and you, and, and we talked about this a little bit too. It's like, this is so different of a path than, than what's happened the last 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years in dentistry. Well, and, and if you think about society's changed too. Like what's we're doing really well right now, masterclass, uh, Peloton, you know, kind of a la carte self-improvement. And I think that it was traditionally a big conferences. They go in and they follow each program, but now more people like you and, and, and pay Ray, and they're doing these like concentrated niche courses with a heavy balance of didactic and interactive hands-on and stuff like that. And they're seeing a much higher attention than, than while conferences are kind of going down. You've also, you've got these courses that are thriving and you guys sold out in 24 hours. Yeah, well, and you're still doing that, right? 
I went to check the website and I'm like, well, let's see what course is coming up. Maybe we can help, you know, promote one. It's like sold out, sold out, sold out, literally all of them. And you know, you know we, we've gotten very That's lucky crazy, with that. Man. We're so appreciative of all the support people have given us. Um, and you know, what happened was we were so appreciative of all the support. So we didn't want to say no to people. So we developed a wait list for people that wanted, that were in contact with us and for whatever reason, couldn't make the courses that we put out. Um, so we're able to, um, you know, send out updates, send out links uh, for future courses um, to those students as opposed to, you know, mass marketing it. Um, and we, you know, as a priority, the, the, the goal of the course is for it to be extremely hands-on. So um, with the two of us at the course instructing, we, we don't want to have too many students. So we, we keep it very small. Um, and we, th- we think we now found that, that perfect size for the class. Um, because if you're able to give each student that, you know, personal sit over the shoulder time, you know, that's what we had when we were in training. Right. And so you can be doing the surgery on the porcine jaws. You can see the soft tissue release. You can see how to adapt the margins of the flap. Um, better than you could see it if you're sitting in a room and the professor is, you know, in a room with a hundred other people. Um, and so we kind of pride ourselves on sure. that. And the people that have come to the course, speaking of pay rate, I mean, guys come to the course and have the nicest things to say, but then they also give us incredible advice on how to improve it. And you better believe that me and Israel, you know, write it down. And, and a couple of weeks later we start, you know, improving the course. So it's definitely evolved from when we started. Um, And, you know, for, I think the biggest, you know, takeaway from the students that have come to the course is that, you know, we, we're very upfront about the products that we use. Um, Like you mentioned, you know, how it's kind of happened in the reverse order. And for us, that's been so strange because, you know, we deal with the companies, we've both been dealing with the companies for 10 years, but not really in this, in this, you know, arena. Um, And so we want to do what's going to be helpful for these companies. And we also want to make sure that we're only, you know, working with companies that will allow us to teach the course the way we want. And we honestly have gotten zero pushback. Um, You know, we have a couple different membrane companies in the room, a couple of different bone graft companies in the room. And every one of our sponsors has been amazing. They understand the, how great their products are, but they also understand that there's, you know, a a wide array of materials because there's a wide array of, uh, uh, presentations of these, you know, problems that arise and we have to make a decision for every single patient. So that's what we do in the court. And that's, we, we teach that hands on. I love that about that too, yeah. because the fact that you're able to drive this. So, so often these, the, the leverage point for these brands are, you know, we'll pay some fee to sponsor it and we'll handle the materials. But the main thing is we're going to put butts in seats. We're going to make sure we fill up your course for you. And that was how their leverage point was. So they kind of got to corral these courses into being what they wanted as their own little study club in a sense, right? And so with the way that you guys have done things, you're in the driver's seat, you own this platform, the program, the agenda, and the goal of what you want your, you know, you're thinking about the patient outcome and the overall clinical experience. You're not thinking about anything else. Right. And listen, and that agenda serves so well for everybody involved. And we're both sort of like sticklers for the rule. And, you know, we want to give out CE credits. We want it to be a, a legitimate CE experience. And so we don't want to be pushing any one product down someone's throat. We want to teach the students how to decide between the products, you know, and how to make uh, that clinical decision based on all the little variables that come up in every case. And that's what we're able to do. So, you know, we get to play with a lot of different products. Um, people leave there, you know, with an understanding of, of when to use each of the different materials. And then of course the important part is, you know, how to do the actual carpentry of it all. Um, because if you don't know biology, if you don't understand 
splitting a periosteum or getting bilayer closure, no matter what materials you use, you know, you're not going to have a good result. So it, it all goes back to, you know, the lesson of, um, giving them some of the experience that we have clinically from our, you know, 20 plus years of experience. Um, but also that just experience of working with the companies and, and as a perio resident, you are exposed to a lot more of these products than, you know, a general dentist, of course, but also even in the oral surgery specialties, um, they just don't use biologics like periodontists do. So mm -hmm. I felt like we were at a, you know, a very good place to be able to teach them that. Well, and you have all the leverage, which is good, by the way. I, I think that makes for better courses. Like I like when it's somebody's institute or their own thing and the companies want to be involved because you are driving the demand for it, not them. So th that's hard on, in and of itself for guys had to sell a billion courses. But I'm not like the average rep. I like to see a course without bias. And I want I've had a lecture for me like, hey, I use this implant here and not 100 percent your stuff. Is that OK if I said I'm like, please please. It shows legitimacy. And I think that's a powerful thing. Don't yeah, ever change 100%. that. Now, even my company may want you to change that at some point. Don't, because I think that's why you'll continue to have that demand that those wait lists for your courses that way. Um, and you're right, not completely having to authentic. Out, you know, the sponsors are coming to you. Oh yeah. That's, that's a great position to be in. And it, how did that happen? So like, it just feel like it happened really fast. Like, and in, in the last 12 months to, you know, 18 months, I mean, I, like, it seems like an explosion for you in Israel. Like, I just, you guys are a big freaking deal now. It, it's been amazing. I think we both really mesh well together. We, we get along great. Um, we've had one argument over, you know, decision-making for the course in the last two years. Um, and it was resolved in, you know, on God, like I a paper, rock, like scissor that. type of thing. So, <laughs> you know, we're both very easygoing in that sense, but we also both, um, you know, want to put on the best, best possible course possible. And we're just putting a lot of time and effort into it. And we, we bounce a lot of ideas off each other. And that was why, you know, I reached out to him to begin with, because I, I knew what kind of partner he would be. So it's worked out great. I think the students love that you get the play between my practice and his practice. You know, I practice um, for a multi-specialty practice in Miami, and he's up in uh, a private practice in, in D.C. So, you, you know, you do see that different um, – different variety of patient mm -hmm. in those two offices. So it's nice to see the the dichotomy there. Now, how many courses do you have for 2020? Lined well, up? we have four lined up right now. We're looking to possibly put on another two. Um, the biggest issue is we really want to expand in terms of the topics because we get a lot of feedback. Now we know how to grow bone. We want to learn soft tissue. So we're working very hard um, putting together a, a soft tissue syllabus. So you should see that date out soon. Um, you know, we, we we're experimenting a lot with, you know, what we can actually show. Um, and obviously the next step would be to do like a live course, like a lot of these guys are doing. I think that's really the, the ultimate goal for both of us, um, would be to do some live surgery. I know a guy who can hook you up with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible how <laughs> you guys have done this. And I won't call you an overnight success, but in the dental space, if I'm one of the old guard right now, I'm looking at you guys selling out your courses in 24 hours, probably a little salty and going, who the hell are these guys? You know, and, 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 and granted those I've been following you since the beginning, right? In the in Instagram. And, and I think Shane, you've been following for over a year now. And I mean, you, we all know the work, the community knows all the work that you put into growing this and what you've been doing clinically has been going on for a long time. But do you think that there's any beef between the old guard and, and guys like you that are really 
crushing it out there I mean, in, I'd, in this I'd, new way of leveraging social media? I mean, I'd like to think that there's not um, just because me and Israel are just coming at this from so not a competitive place. Um, we're, you know, we both started Instagram around the same time with the same kind of purpose of just just showing our cases, showing what we love. This is all, this is our passion. It wouldn't work if it wasn't our passion. Uh, we both put in a lot of hours into getting better and improving, um, and we love what we do. Right? We all have good days and bad days, but overall, we love we love what we do. And for me to get better, you know, I needed to be able to take photos and really obsess about it. And you know, I did that, and Israel did the same. And we're by no means ever claiming that we're the best bone grafter in the world or the best surgeon in the world. The compliments are hysterical. We love all that. Um, and, and it makes, you know, all the work that we put in, you know, somewhat worth it for other people to notice that you're, that you're doing your best work. Um, but it's not about that. You know, it's about the community that developed as a result and all the amazing people that and I made that post last week uh, about, you know, how much amazing talent is just sort of exploded on Instagram right now. Um, and people are just so creative and just keep pushing and pushing each other. And, and that's what this was all about. Now, if you're going to look at it from a perspective of the business of selling education, um, well, I think that's on you. You know, if that's, if you're, if you're don't understand the amount that can be learned from seeing case after case from all these different doctors from all around the world with all different backgrounds and trainings and experience, um, you know, sure, there should always be a caveat. You know, this is not meant to be a substitute for, you know, real training or, or training at a institution. Um, but I think we all know that, you know, I think we all know that, but you know, I think that it's been very monopolized. Like some people do, they did want to monopolize it. I think that's been a mindset of a lot of educators is that you don't have, no one should ever be doing this. And I'll tell you right now, there are still some mindsets. If I'm this, you know, old guard, I, if I allow you to do it, if I invite you to do it, that's the only way you're allowed in. Like that's kind of how it works. Yeah. And and I see that. I'll be honest. I mean, someone said to me not long ago, like, some of these people speaking at DIA were are people that have taken my course and and I've I've taught and and so and they see that in a way as like who the hell are they? But it's just I think it's just that should be a great thing. <laughs> that should be like exactly. Know? I think that's a compliment to them, right? And I think that that's the You're that's the teacher. beauty of what social media has done, and that's what the old guard is having a hard time understanding is that the fact that this community is open. It's an open source mindset, right? That's what Instagram is. It's open source education. It's saying, I'm putting out a bunch of free data so that the community gets better. Right. And it's positive. It's all positive, right? Whether or not, you know, you agree with somebody, it's very rare on Instagram to have someone, you know, tear it to shreds. Not a lot of, not a lot of trolls on Instagram. There are on Facebook, but not, not so far on no, Instagram. And, and that's why I love it because you can, you can, you can get criticized but it's not coming from a, a bad place. You know, it's more coming from a, a place of learning. Um, and I think that's what it's been for, for a lot of us. So, um, is that cause Nisnik's not on uh, Instagram yet? <laughs> <laughs> Shots, yeah, no, he, he's definitely the internet troll. I, I, I was, uh, I will say this. I was meeting with some VP level execs at one of the big companies. Um, and they, we were talking about social media and they were trying to get an understanding for it all. And his name came up. They were like, so what do we do about Nisnik? He's trolling our posts all the time. <laughs> and they're like, That's how awesome. do we, how do we handle that. this? I'm like, I don't – honestly, I'm surprised. This guy, as much money as he's made, he even says the word dentistry. You know what I mean? I would be on a boat, on an island, whatever. I'm gone. But you know, I think the guy – I think he cares. He just loves the industry and doesn't know what else to do and wants to stay in it. 
I think he likes poking bears I, too, man. I, a little it's, bit. It's yeah, funny. yeah. You're like, but it's funny <laughs> that like he literally makes boardrooms meet because of the effect he has on their social media. That's incredible. Oh yeah. That, and that's it, kind and of it makes awesome. sense, you know, it's a real problem. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I don't mind like it it's different when you're trolling your buddies, right? Like that's different. Like we do that stuff to each other. It's fine. It's funny. But in a clinical application, like I've seen doctors look really shitty. Like they make themselves look really bad on Facebook by having these arguments that it's an argument to have an argument. And I've seen a lot of the old guard. It's weird. I mean, I don't want to say any of their names because I'm buddies with someone, but I've seen some of the old guard do that, like just talking trash to, to people coming up and, and trying. And, I, you know, um, I hope they finally learned that that's not going to help them. Well, I've even, I've even had, you know, <laughs> when working with other brands and stuff, like with, uh, with certain KOLs, they were like, well, you know, you should, you should want to broadcast my content. You should want to stream my surgery. I've been doing this forever. And like, I don't, it's right. I don't even, we don't really work with those people at all, at all. I mean, we don't work with, and that might, it's just that they, there was such an ego and air about it because honestly, I'd rather work with someone like a Salib or Pere or Matthew Fine, because you guys want to grow and you love doing this. It's, it's, you're doing it not for the dollars. You're doing it because it's what you enjoy. The other way was it was so monopolized that you could make a good living and get some sweet ass stock options by playing ball and working for the company. And that it's not even an option anymore with all the Sunshine Act and all the bullshit that happened. They got all, you know, they all got in trouble. But I mean, it's that was the mindset. And I think that's where it's having a trouble breaking that up because then they stick when that went away, they started their own courses. So Matt, what other, you said you have some other courses coming up, soft tissue grafting, any other topics that you are planning on, you know, either with Israel or without? Um, and by the way, that's surgical influence with Israel, correct? Yeah, that surgical influence uh, was uh, sort of the brainchild of me and Israel based on, you know, what we want to do for the future, which is, you know, we want to expand. We, we we think we have a a sweet spot there where we have the ability to, you know, teach all these young dentists that are ready and willing to learn. Um and, and with the personal touch, I think we, you know, we're going to move into soft tissue. Um, we love the idea of doing an implant course. Um, but, you know, of course, with all these things, we're, we're very, both of us are very much like we want to have it mastered before we, we, you know, take it to the next level. So we're going slowly and uh, you'll probably see that soft tissue course out soon later in the 2020. Are you guys only doing those? Where are those courses? Uh, for right now, they're in Miami, my hometown. So we, we do it in Miami. Israel gets out of the cold for, for a, a weekend gotcha. here and there. Um, but we, we, we are definitely open to doing them out West. Uh, Brian, uh, SF Dental Nerd has been begging me to come out West. So we, we may do that eventually. Um, we were messing around uh, the last couple of days thinking about maybe doing something, you know, in the mountains, maybe a little uh, ski and learn type of uh, uh, event. Um, but, you know, right now we're focused on the three that we have coming up uh, in the beginning of 2020. Um, so hopefully we'll get some dates and some more logistics down for the rest of the year. So I'm going to say, I'll make a deal right now. You do a ski one. I'm in. <laughs> so I can get some snowboarding and ride it off. I will bring the guys, we'll live stream it, and we'll make it a hands-on at home package so you guys can sell that online or whatever. I don't Let's care. Let's go. Where do you want to go? be there for some snowboarding and drinks. Bro, Colorado. Let's do it in two weeks. I'm going to Colorado in two weeks. We'll, we'll write it off. We'll have a good time. Oh. We're going to Beaver Creek. Oh, nice. Oh, Beaver Creek. It'll badass, be good for the dude. kids for the, for skiing. Uh, yeah, no, but but in all seriousness, no, we're, we're definitely considering it. So we, we we talked about doing something with you guys in Atlanta. Uh, I think that would be a great spot as well. So let's we'll we'll make that happen. Yes, 
I didn't actually talk to Blake about that at all. Uh, but Andrew Curry had a request. He badly wants you to come up here and do a course because, and he actually went to your course and his feedback. He was just like, yeah, it he, was he's amazing. awesome. Oh, Curry's Curry's the best. What we could do is we could do like a pre DIA one. That way, since you're already here in Atlanta, oh, I love like, it. Do like a pre DIA. That would be awesome. I love it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, dude, let's do that. So we're on the spot right now. So we'll collaborate, do a course. Um, this is going to be awesome. Let's do I love it. this shit. <laughs> and you know what's funny is I'm actually right. sporting. I'm actually I'm actually sporting my surgical influence hat right now. I wore it today. Dude, these are dope. He is wearing his damn hat, texting me about it. Blake well, for everybody his. waiting what for the a hell, hat, the, the new hats have been ordered. We, we didn't order enough the first time, apparently. Um, and we both gave them away. Hey, that at happened Dio. with us with the surgical caps. We made a nice That's trade. Awesome. I, I got a nice <laughs> surgical cap. Um, I'll prove it soon. But yeah, I, I love the hat. Um, and so we'll, we'll make some more of our hats soon. That, that was kind of like a DIA that we had the the sunglasses huge hit. What we learned: nobody gave two shits about the uh, coasters we made, <laughs> so you can be able to yeah, wear it. We you gotta do koozies, man. If you're gonna give something for a drink, I think it's sitting in my sock drawer. Yeah, no, man. The swag is the best way to market your brand now. I feel like, like you know, you think about all the things you had to do to like market and advertise stuff, and like honestly, just some good swag and people wear the hell out of it. Nike's been doing this for years. It's like, come on. We, we should have known this. The other day where I was wearing the Millennial Dentist shirt, I had my uh, uh, Atlanta Dental Spa hat on, and I was with my buddy, uh, Dr. Ash today. He's a periodontist, cool as hell. He's actually coming to your mm-hmm. course in yeah. April, I think. Um, and uh, I go, my goal is to have as much swag that I don't have to buy anything for the there weekends we ever again. And Walking uh, I'm not far off, man. Payray sent me some stuff. Get some other stuff. I got some IC stuff for sure. I stole a bunch of that from Blake. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'll support it. Listen, we're we're all just trying to have fun with it. I think it's a great way for people to 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 see, you know, what we're trying to bring to the table. Um, hopefully, direct some people to our, you know, Surgical Influence Instagram account, um, where we're basically just trying to, you know, show the finer details of a lot of these surgeries, things that we've learned over the last couple of years, and, and also to display, you know, a lot what our students are doing, what they're up to, because they're all doing amazing things right now. So that's one of the, you know the more rewarding parts of, of doing this is just seeing them repost a lot of their own work um, and all of us getting better together. So who's what, somebody that you follow like on Instagram where you're like, damn, that's awesome. Like who's, who's some of your favorite guys to follow right now? <sighs> There's honestly so many. Um, some of my favorite accounts, obviously I love watching Israel, but that's, that goes without say. Um, Dr. Aptekar just puts out incredibly amazing content, you know, day after day after day. Oh, I love his stuff. Oh, yeah. He's really uh, good. Muhammad. He's been around for a while, too. Uh, you know, to me, it's just so funny when you look at these accounts and, and the people, you know, and the amount of followers they have. But as soon as I found his account, I knew he was going to blow up at some point. I mean, his work is just amazing. Um, and, and, and his philosophy on, on treating is also, you know, very in line with Israel and mine. So uh, I, I love his work. I love his photography. Um, Muhammad Bassan is amazing. Um I love seeing, you know, the stories that, yeah. that a lot, you know, pay raise stories make my day. Uh, Phil Walton stories are pretty incredible. You know, and that's what I love about it that, that, you know, if you want to go in there and you want to see a case, you can, you can check, you know, the, the daily log. But if you want to see, you know, what people are doing throughout the day, you can do that as well. So 
for me, any of those accounts that, you know, are consistently posting and, and showing, you know, real details of their surgery, that's what I like to see. I like to see before and afters. I like to see clean technique. Um, and, and a lot of these guys, you know, myself, you know, included, we spent a lot of time, you know, doing surgery and, you know, we can't necessarily be working on these posts, you know, all day long. So a lot of the time, you know, we have a lot of cases to, that you could possibly post, but you're just sort of, an idea comes to you or, or, you know, it's a picture that you just, you know, come across after not seeing it for months and you say, Oh, why come I never posted that? You know, now I have a story behind that post that, that makes that, you know, post have some sort of meaning, but yeah, there, there's so many guys on here that if, if I could make a list, there's probably about, you know, 50 to a hundred people that when I see their work, I just am blown away. Dr. Sonata comes to mind. That's why it's easy to, to, to scout talent for DIA. Yeah. It's just pretty, it's, oh, pretty it's, easy. it's impossible. <laughs> there, there's, there's so many people like we got such a long and list. I think you guys said you had uh, Dr. Atia on recently, or you're going to have him on recently. Um, on Thursday, we're going to record with him. Although it'll be Friday for him. I, it took me like 10, ma- 10 hours to figure the math out. Yeah. There. But I mean, he's amazing. The Litzenblatt's uh, amazing. <laughs> I mean, these guys are all just posting and, and they're doing it like, like, the same reason that me and Israel were doing it just because we're, we're proud of our work, but we're also, you know, we love being part of the community and just sharing and everybody learning, you know, like you said, open source. Oh, dude, the responses you get back is so cool. Like when I just DM somebody that I've never talked to ever or whatever, I'm like, love your stuff, man. Just keep it going. And they all like, I don't think I've ever had a time where they didn't respond back with like, Oh, so humbling. And I'm like, I'm just a, a rep out in Atlanta. Like no big deal, but not even a good uh, one. Everybody just seems Oh, terrible, terrible. You got the good one. No no joke, though. I want to give some love to my boy, Oli, uh, your rep. So he's one of the only guys, like, I've been doing this quite a long time. I still call Oli. Um, we'll call him mentor, like, in the bio game, man. Like, for real. Like, he is, like, the godfather over there. He's the man, dude. Yeah, he's been an amazing rep. He, he turned me on to Bio Horizons, um, you know, about five, six years ago now. And he's been with me ever since. So he's been a great asset. I mean, you could attest to this. We got good stuff. That's fine. But, like there's nobody better than Oli. And that's really what you're, you know, you're partnering with is him. He's, he's, he's the shit dude. Like, for yeah, real. no, I'm very, I'm very appreciative. All right, Oli, I want my check in the mail, dude. Oh man, good on you for like disrupting the game in the way that you guys have. I mean, you really, I mean, people talk about, it's kind of, you branded yourselves as this kind of course program, but it just became the Israel and fine show in a sense. Right. And then now you started the surgical influence, surgical brand. influence show, but to be selling out with, no real agenda, no work, no marketing necessarily into the branding side. I think just really just saying, hey, let's just offer this and see what happens. You guys crushed it, man. Like that's awesome. And people are so happy with it. It's one thing to put, put, put people in seats, but to like make people happy, man, it's awesome. And the DIA, you sold out both times. Again, you know, so I oh, mean, yeah. it's. No, I appreciate it. People doing grafting on the floor and stuff. I was like, I couldn't even get in the room. I was like peeking in. Um, it means you're it, it means you're providing a value, and that's what's awesome. Good job. Oh, we appreciate that. I mean that that makes it all worth it. Um, you know, and that's we we just want to keep doing it because we love it. So, um, you know, the when we get invited to go to a, you know Dia for the second year in a row, you know the you know we loved it. Yeah, that was a dream come true. So we really appreciate the invite. You know, hopefully, we'll many more years of uh, collaboration and uh, you know great things between all of us. Yeah, I hope so. Honestly, man, like Dia was so dope, and um another bar raised for you guys. So uh, I hope you guys are back there again next year in one way, shape, or we're going to be, we're going to do a course ahead of time. So you're going to be there one way or another. Yeah, let's do a hands-on the day before 
Are we going to call that surgical influence? Are we going to call it an implant repair? Are we going to call it an all-in course? What are we're we gonna just going to call it in. in. It's just going to be called in. And then, in. you know, if you're. Listen, you we do it the day up. before. Do it the day before. And then Israel and I can just <laughs> enjoy the lectures at Daya. That would be perfect. Invite only. Oh, I love it. And this year we're gonna we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get those guys at Atlanta Dental Spa to set up some IVs for us. So it's gonna be a really nice, oh, yeah. nice experience. I don't know if you heard like on the last one, uh, like this really happened, Matt. Blake was still hungover from DIA, like I don't know, like three or four days later, and uh, and so like we're he was getting an IV run on him, like and then immediately felt better, and then left the course. I, I sat there and worked it, and he left like a superstar. He is. How dare he? Hey man, like Tony Robbins says. It's not a business until it can do itself, do its run itself without you. You gotta, you gotta let it run its own self. So that's why I have the employees for. <laughs> good, good on you, bud. Yeah. So I'm just saying that I'm pretty happy we're doing it on the East Coast. So that'll be a fun, uh, fun event for for everybody on the East Coast. I feel like you know because it's been on the West Coast for two years. I think you'll see a, a lot of people on the East Coast really, you know, make it to the event. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. They, Payment was very adamant about having it in Nashville, but. Man, damn, those fools are crazy with what they charge. No way. Nashville is nuts now, man. But like Atlanta, like, you know, Blake and I are talking, like, I was talking to my buddies when I came back and they're like, I, w- I can't believe I didn't go. I can't believe I didn't go. Like, just the people in Atlanta, you could just say Georgia, they'll fill it up. Uh, like, for real. Yeah. And we're capping it always. I think we're, we're going to keep it small always. We'll never let it go over a thousand people in my, I, I, I say that now, but that's never been our goal. If I give you a million dollars personally, will you, will you make it larger? Keys. <laughs> Have fun with it. No, I'm a, I'm a whore for an exit, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Matt, you got anything else cool coming up? Like, I know you just you had some break where you playing golf. You got anywhere golf trips? Uh, no golf trips. Like We're going to Disney World this weekend. First time in three years for my uh, eight-year-old's birthday. And uh, nice. then we're going to be skiing in uh, February. And other than that, I'll just be doing surgery. Nice. Do they have the new Star Wars? Uh, is that at Disney World? I think so. I think so. I hope my kids will dig that. We'll see. Oh, God dang it. I want to go so bad. Well, screw your kids. Just leave them. Just go to do it by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Grab a lightsaber see, and get in there. Last man. time we went, they were, they were young enough that I could just trick them on to go into everything. But we'll see. We'll see this time around. <laughs> now they're in charge. I know how that works, man. It's been really cool meeting you. And like, you never know how people are going to be, but like, we hit it off right away. So I really appreciate you coming on, um, especially when I screwed it up yesterday. You could have just blown us off, but I really appreciate it, man. All right. We'll catch you next time on the All In Podcast. Thanks for listening to the All In Podcast. See you next time.